This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Blues Focus TV. Today I'm previewing the game coming up on Saturday, the 11th of March, 2023, against Rotherham. So it's a big six-pointer for Blues. Um, I do believe if Blues lose this game, mentality will change. The manager will be under increased pressure. And yeah, recent results haven't been good for Blues. Uh, we're off the back of four losses and one draw in our last five games. Um, way below the standards set earlier on in the season. Um, where to start with Blues? Since the world break of the World Cup, um, we've come back and we've seen little glimpses of us improving. Um, notably the game against Swansea and against West Brom. We looked good, we looked together and we looked organised. In other games, we just haven't. Um, we've looked bereft of energy. We've looked clueless in our application to attack. Um, I can concede that we haven't really give Hogan a lot of service to, as our main outlet for goals. But I also concede in the same breath that Hogan hasn't put the effort in. So, yeah, it's a hard one. Um, you can't put it all at Hogan's door. There's other players that need to step up. And we're at the business end of the season now where some of our more experienced players need to be giving more to the cause. So, form going into the last five games, it's been shocking for Blues. It's It's been the worst run, really. Um, even the game against Wigan, we took an early lead against Irby Bakuna's free kick. Brilliant free kick. But since that goal, we sat back. When Ashley Fetcher scored in the second half, we then took the game to them. We should have been doing that straight after the the first goal, and we may have come away with a well-earned win. So, players to watch for Blues. Um, we're down to the bare bones. Uh, we're missing Bakuna because he's got his uh, ban for his 10th yellow card of the season. We're also missing Gary Gardner. He's pulled a, a groin strain. So, our midfield options are limited, to say the least. It's very youthful. So, from what I can see so far, we've got a midfield of what could potentially be Chong, Hall, Hannibal, James or Alfie Chang. So there's energy there, but there's not a lot of leadership. There's not a lot of 
proven experience at this level. So what we lack in experience, I hope we can see energy. That's the thing that Blues have been lacking uh, the last few weeks. Um, we seem a little bit bereft of ideas mentally as well as uh, tired minds and tired bodies. Um, yeah, the the stuff around the club at the moment is it's hard to take for fans. Um, we recently had a fire at the training ground. It's another headache for the manager and the players to deal with. But these are what what happens at Blues. It happens at other clubs as well. It's how you deal with it. Life is about how you deal with knockbacks, not the knockbacks itself. Um, the fans are undoubtedly worried. I don't think anybody's confident that relegation isn't an option this season. And I think this this game is a massive six-pointer. Obviously, we all know we can't get six points of games, but if we could land a glove on someone around us, it really does mentally recharge these players. And they do seem... They seem worried. They seem not themselves. They don't see the team that was there before the World Cup. We don't really play like we used to. Um, and yeah, our form does worry me. Rotherham's form uh, at St Andrews is it's poor, basically. They haven't won since 2015. But we, if we know Blues, we know that if you've got a bad run, usually we, we can be the ones to help you end it. So I do hope that doesn't happen. I hope that we can have a more of an approach to the game that we did against West Brom because the two games against West Brom this season have been the highlight for me. They've been we've played really, really good football against them. And maybe it's because we raise it because it's a local derby and they're slightly better and they give us a bit more time. I don't know. It's it's a very strange one how we can claw it back against Swansea and play as well as we did against West Brom and then kind of limp around the pitch against Wigan. We give them far, far too much respect. We give them far too much of the ball uh, and it really did hinder our progression, really. So, for me, as long as we can approach the game in the right mentality, see the game for what it is, it is an important game, but it's only this game we have to worry about. We don't need to think about the next two, three games. That 90 minutes, if the players come out with the aggression, with the pressing that we know they can do, then we could be on to a good result. My biggest worry is if we lose, I don't know where we come, where we go from this. I don't know where the club goes from this because I think the fans that are backing John will start to turn. I, for one, am still backing him purely for the fact of I don't think he can do much more. I think he's come to a point in the season where We've got tired minds as well as tired bodies. Our squad is paper thin and we're getting injuries in key positions. And I don't think he can rotate enough to drop players that are bad in form because he hasn't got anybody else to put in that position. And the players that he may be able to call upon, their skill level is such a drop-off, it's not actually worth it. And what I mean by that is, you know, take Hogan, for example, we could start Duke up front of his own. We all know that isn't going to work because he hasn't got the physicality for that. And what I mean by that is he hasn't got the legs. Yes, he's strong and he he can hold the ball up, but he can't get around the pitch like he used to. He's not as energetic as he once was. And even then, was he very energetic? In the way that we want to play, Duke doesn't really fit that mould in the sense of a high-pressing game. And in these sort of 
bottom of the table clashes, it's all about who wants it, who's got the biggest desire. And I worry that with how Rotherham have come into this game, their form is um, two losses, two wins and one draw in the last five. And some of the wins that they did have was against Swansea. Uh, Swansea. They drew, sorry. Sunderland, they won 2-1 two, uh, two, and they beat QPR 3-1 and that was a very good result for them. They have a very similar pattern of play. It's usually a 4-3-3. Three, three. Um, they've tried 4-4-2 four, four, and they've uh, tried 4-4-1-1. Four, four, one, one. We kind of know what we're going to get with Rotherham. They're going to be you know, hard to break down. They're going to be quite aggressive. They might be a slightly bit defensive to start with. My biggest worry is if Blues get don't get the first goal, the, the fans could really, really turn. I remember a couple of years back when we played Rotherham um, under Steve Cottrell. I think that was a bad game. I think that was the, the atmosphere was bad going into it. Um, I, I do worry. My, my biggest feeling towards the game is a worry because I can see how important it is. I can see from Twitter how important it is. Already fans are putting out there that if this goes wrong, it could be curtains for us as well as the manager. So, and my argument to that is who else comes in, who else comes in and does better. You might get a bit of a bounce, but you can't change what you can't change. We can't drop players because we haven't got anything else to come in. So yeah, it's, um, it's a worry. Um, the game itself for me, how I would approach it. If I was John, I would want, as much energy in that team as possible. I'd want to be aggressive. I'd want to put it all out there in the first 45 minutes. I want to really take it to them. And potentially, if we could really go at them, like we have done throughout this season, granted it was at the earlier part, but really, really take the game to them like it's a FA Cup final, we might be able to see some you know, rewards from that. And I think if we could get one maybe two, I think rather than they do fall apart. I don't think they travel very well. But that being said, their form would give them confidence. We're probably the team now that everybody wants to play. And before the World Cup, we probably was the team that no one wanted to play. So we have got our own destiny in our own hands. We've got to take it by the scruff of the neck. We've still got time. I do believe there is three teams worse than us, but the three teams in question have all changed their managers and at the moment, as as I record this, the three teams that I think are the worst than us are QPR, because their form is probably equally as bad, if not worse than ours. Blackpool and Huddersfield, all three of them have changed their manager. All three of them have got experienced managers in this league. You know, Mick McCarthy knows what he's doing. So does Neil Warnock. And Gareth Ainsworth, he's a very, very good man manager. He can get people to believe they're better than they are. And that QPR team, when it Pings, it's a good, it's a good team. He's probably not the same style as some of them players, but if they start clicking, they they can easily get themselves out of this this situation, which means it puts more pressure on Blues. So my score prediction, I'm going to be confident purely for heart more than head and say two one Blues, and I'm going to stick my neck out on the line and I'm going to put my confidence in Chong. I think Chong's going to have a good game. I think Hall might surprise people. I think he, Hall and Chong, this could be the game where they come into life because Rotherham are a team that 
potentially could give us more space to play in just because of the level of, of players we're playing against. So they're my two picks that I think could be ones to watch. I just hope. I, I'm a Blues fan in complete hope that they can surprise me because my score prediction is all based on just pure hope. It's no confidence in it at all. And I'd love to come back and tell you, yep, they've nailed it and we're on the up again and the confidence is booming and everyone's, you know, forgetting about relegation, but this, we need to get a positive result. And if I was offered a draw now, I'd probably take it, which is bad, but I don't want to see us lose. If we lose on Saturday, I worry for the mentality of the fan base. I think we will we'll call for the manager's head. And I don't think the people that are trying to be more conservative will be heard. I think it'll just be a constant barrage of get him out. And I worry about that because I don't know who comes in to replace it. So that's it. I've been Josh and this is Blues Focus TV. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, be sure to check out um, from the Away End video I did with um, a Rotherham fan called Matt. And yeah, as always, keep rolling. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.